Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Jace Bellerin Must Die. And if Jace Bellerin is a mushroom, then that may be the truth today. We may see yeah. that happen. So, Winnegar, first, before before we make this roll, I want to know, and I'm asking, I'm asking Carlos the player, right? This is not the crawl find, trying to find this out. Are, would you do it? Are you faking it? Is this real? Is this a real threat? If they if they try to like call your bluff, will you? Like the fungus on fire. You know, I was 100% ready to do it until you said that it moved. Uh-huh. When you said that it moved, like when the light came, when the flame came towards it, like now I'm just starting to think like, is this thing sentient? Do you want to make, I mean, do you want to make a roll? Do you want to, do you want to see what, what Winnegar knows about Thalids? Yeah. Is okay. that nature? Yeah, really it'd be bad. a nature, it'd be a nature roll. Okay, let's do that. Let's, uh, do it, Winnegar. They want to eat your best friend. Not me, the other one. A 12? <laughs> okay, all right. So a thalid is like, I mean, you don't, you don't use them because the, the is it make little robots for stuff. Like if you need servitors, you build them. You, you take scrap machinery or you, you take parts and you machine them and you infuse them with misium and then you, Get them to do what you want, right? Um, lots of people have mechanical servants in the in the league, but not everybody has access to all the cool science that you do. And some people have to make their friends out of garbage and mushrooms. Um, a thalid is I we totally inadvertently just walked into the baby cobalt situation. A thalid is a semi mindless. They're about as smart as like I don't know a goat. I guess they're not sentient, but they have like animal animal intelligence at best. Uh, they are made out of fungus, and uh, they are—they're yeah—they're infused with green mana, and they can—they can do stuff. Um, but like, also, plants move to follow the sun, right? This could be a—it's like an uh, an autonomic response, right? Instead of yeah. a, an intelligent one. And also, these things aren't fully formed yet; they're still in their fungal bloom stage. Um, but yeah, that's that's what that's what Winnegar knows, and we we cut back to you holding the torch. So is this a is this a real a real threat or a deception? Yeah, I think it's a real threat. Okay, because uh, I got a feeling even if I like lit lit it on fire, they would like s- drop what they're doing to like put that fire out, and maybe we can escape. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, all right. So make a uh, make a, an intimidation roll. You can have advantage because you have some you have some leverage over them, okay. uh, and I will roll. I'm gonna close my eyes. Okay, <laughs> I got an I got an eight. So this is very intimidating. Yes. Yeah, you got your seventeen. Okay, so listen up, bojos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what Winnegar sounds intimidating. <laughs> I like bojos. I'm gonna start calling people that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's less Winnegar. They'll remember that time that the the thalid uh, pod almost got lit on fire. Uh, they won't remember who did it necessarily, but yeah. So you hold the you hold the torch out and like I'm gonna do it, and they um they back away from uh from Torgor uh, and they look back to their their leader who is in the middle of karate fighting with with Road, and uh, it turns uh and uh and it, it says, wait, wait, stop, and everybody kind of like they lower their their spears and they back away, uh. And uh, and the the leader sort of comes forward a little bit and uh, and looks at uh, looks at you, Winnegar, uh, and says, um, 
Do not harm the garden. Take the torch away from there. Um, hey, uh, rem- oh, God. So remember when I asked you if we could just, like, pass and everything was okay? Like, what's your deal, man? Why are you trying to kill us? And they, they, they kind of look at each other and, and uh, they say, uh, this is hive territory. You are intruding in our home. There is a price for intrusion. So, are you trying to say that there's no goblins around here? And when you when you say that and you you draw attention to Tack again, one of the the like lesser crawl warriors has been like eyeballing you, Tack, and like turning its head back and forth, and and then it turns and you understand this because it's you speak crawl. It says uh, uh it says um to the other one speaker, I recognize this little creature. This is Kravenka's brood. And uh, the uh, the three of them, you recognize this sound tack as uh, what it sounds like when a crawl like laughs. But they all make this kind of like susurrating, like clicking noise that's very unsettling. Uh, <laughs> Winnegar gets really scared. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So they're like clicking and like like rubbing their back legs together. Uh, and um, and then the the leader uh, the leader says uh, says to you, Winnegar. If you travel with this one, you have bigger problems than our hive. But I think, but we think you must be lost. Oh, is that what you think? You think that now? Is that what you're thinking? (laughs) Winnegar has all the attitude in the world. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm gonna burn your garden. Winnegar's got a torch in his hand and he's got some bass in his voice. <laughs> yeah. So so you know you know this this goblin? This goblin, no. Its parent is known to us. A disgrace to her kind. A fool. An embarrassment to the Devkarin. <laughs> Leaving it alive is more harm than killing it would do to our enemies in that faction. You may take the goblin and go, but you cannot pass through our hive. No deeper. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so happy to turn around. <laughs> do we just, you just want us to go, you want us to go around? Is that, or is there a way that we can go deeper in and maybe like there's a off ramp or what, what, um, how do you think we? <laughs> uh, it, uh, it says, um, uh, there is a way road above. Go back. And it points like up the up the stairs. So I hate to butt in, hate to butt in here, but how do we know that something's your territory? Are there like is it are the walls a certain <laughs> yeah, color? Yeah. Like the the uh, curl looks again, only Tack knows, only Tack has the cultural understanding to know this, but the uh uh the the leader, the the speaker is like both confused and a little upset and and points back and says, uh the, the boundaries of our hive are clearly marked upon the walls. On oh. the walls. Scratch, this, uh, are you talking about, I'm sorry, are you talking about the scratchy scratches? Are you, are you, yes, yes, our marking. Clearly. Sorry, we thought that was like lover's graffiti or something. <laughs> it could yeah. really be anything. Someone dragging a bag behind them. Fool you know? surfacers. I will, I will say, honestly, <laughs> that's our mistake. You know, that's, we didn't get the nuance. <laughs> Torgor. Yeah. 
hey, you know what works good for us? It's a circle, but with like a line in it. Yes. Yeah. So yes. you put so whatever you don't want here, you just put a circle and a line over the top of it. It like works. Yeah, I'll draw really one for you. Phone. I pull out a piece of paper and I draw the symbol. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Torgor like, puts away his mall. It's like yeah, that Torgor would have understood that. Torgor. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> the speaker, the speaker shakes, shakes their shakes their head in confusion and 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 says, But we would have to mark hundreds of <laughs> symbols upon the walls for every creature we did not want to enter our hive. No, 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 it no, would no, take no. an eternity. Universal. Look, you got a Vidalcan, you got a jellyfish person, a minotaur. We all get this. This is like, this is surface world. Yes. This is yeah. our Rosetta Stone. But they kind of do, they kind of do make sense because like, how, how are they supposed to know? Are they making a symbol for every creature that comes down here? Okay. You want to know what we do? What we'll do is we'll do the, we'll do the circle and then the line through it and then we'll write you. And <laughs> oh. Allowed? And then it says, oh, you're not allowed. Yeah. Maybe That's write what you do want. Right. Write right. what you do want down here. Instead of I, I feel like we did a lot of good work today, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're going to take off. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the directions. Uh, super helpful. Sorry about that whole crossbow thing. I <laughs> just didn't know who you were and you wanted my flesh. You know how it goes. Tech's uh, just going to quietly let this play out. <laughs> just and I like, guess we head out. <laughs> yeah, just kind of walk past them in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah and I think they, they kind of do that thing where you you actually like rotate around each other, and they they go into the into the garden. Uh, mm -hmm. One of them kind of like rushes over to the to the thalids to check that they haven't been burnt, uh, and they they watch you ruefully as you uh, as you leave as you head back up into the uh, into the. Tax gonna ask one of them like as they're leaving, just be like, "Hey, could you like not tell my mom?" <laughs> 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 who do you say that to though like one of the one of the, the oh, oh, oh. like could you like not mention this to my mom i'd really appreciate it yeah and it just kind of like eyeballs you and it's <laughs> twitching cool good good talk <laughs> <laughs> good talk gotta go <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> mm -hmm. okay all right so you uh yeah it's it's really easy to get back on track now once the the crawl have given you directions around their uh around their hive um Torgor takes a moment. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want it like as you're you're traveling? The next thing could be just like a travel vignette if you want to talk about what just happened. Yeah. Uh, boy, Torgor is tired, uh, and I know we're now on the right direction, but could we could we take a break? <laughs> we just just take a, take a break. A, you just want to take a break here? No, I mean, I mean, maybe here. Like now we know, like no, we can tell people no one needs to go into that space. Oh yeah, that's true. But I don't know if this is like the safest place to, I feel like we need like an enclosure of some sort. Other, you know, cause then what separates us from the animals, Torgor? Yeah. Right. Torgor has always been thought of as an animal. So oh, this Torgor, particularly, this particularly cuts him. This is oh. okay. Torgor, <laughs> Torgor will, will, Friend, give torch. Torgor takes the torch. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> continues to walk in the direction, just like oh, a little slumped. Everyone's got some built-in stuff into them, huh? I guess that everyone, <laughs> everyone's a person, huh? That's what that's what he's thinking in his head. <laughs> but he's also thinking he's also thinking about that fight that they just had and kind of building up 
the legend of Winnegar in his own head. And he's just like, oh yeah, when I stood in that field, I was like, shut up when I'm talking to you. <laughs> and I was like, shut up. And then he tried talking again. And I said, shut up. Uh, <laughs> that time you faced down an entire crawl hive by yourself. Oh, there's so many of them. <laughs> Torres got a, a little bit of, he missed everything, everything he missed. So he's just like really bummed. And, yeah. you know, just making his way. He wishes he was as cool as Winnegar. My God. He's just making Good his friend. Down. <laughs> He's Kenny, Vanessa Carlton Kenny, to Winnegar's. Your, fa- your face. Joker <laughs> <laughs> wishes he was as tough as Winnegar. Case is like, no, that can't be what you just said. The damage in that fight. It's, yeah, is your head okay? Are you all right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah all right. I'm- I love how in each episode, there's been a moment where Rode was like, arguably the most effective person. And everybody else has been like, man, Winnegar's so fucking cool. Like, some girls just standing there like, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, John Rambo now. <laughs> She's just like, I can't believe I have to handhold this entire group through this whole adventure. There's always somebody. There's always someone. <laughs> So you, uh, yeah, you you proceed along the the path. Now that you know that they are clearly marked, this is true. You you see the the scratch sigils of the the hive indicating the edges of the hive's territory. Like, don't go in this tunnel. This belongs to the you know venom wing hive. And you 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 skirt that area and find your way into uh, fairly quickly one of the. Um, uh, one of the Golgari like underways. It's uh, essentially like a road underground. So it's a, a big causeway, um, and along the sides there are cavern entrances, and uh, there's traffic down here. There are there are people. Yeah, there are people down here uh, walking. So I think that as you as you come out of this side tunnel uh, into this into this roadway, uh, again it's like an ancient, uh, maybe an ancient like transit tunnel uh, or something. There there are long, uh, worn, thin uh, like metal rails on the floor. And there is, uh, there are uh, offshoot tunnels with signs, and yeah, and I think we see uh, groups of people coming and going. Uh, some humans carrying, uh, you know, glowing uh, globes to light their way. Uh, among them, the mysterious Devkarin elves, uh, moving kind of keeping to themselves. We see a wagon uh, being pulled by uh, a bunch of zombies that have been lashed to it, and who are just kind of like staggering forward, pulling this this cart. Oh, um, and the wagon is piled up with uh, like soil. Uh, and uh, and it's being like dragged through the thing, and so yeah, this is like a fairly busy uh, thoroughfare. And Tack, you know exactly where to go from here. Like you, this is it. You found you found the highway, uh, yeah. and you're off the weird off the weird back roads. I'm excited. I'm like a child at a parade. Are there any grub vendors? Uh, yeah, I think as you as you get further into because you're heading towards uh, a Golgari like a hub, basically a village. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, as you get closer to it. There are there are definitely people, um, you know, yeah. selling things. There are shops that you start to to find. Tax Tax really excited because they don't bring surface people. Tax doesn't have any friends. Like, let's just be honest. <laughs> this is TK saying this, yeah. and so like the idea that they're bringing a surface, like a group of surface dwellers, down to like experience their culture for the first time. Mm. Tax is very excited to do that. So they will try and they'll they'll buy some like fried grubs. Yeah, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So you, um, Tech runs off uh, and comes back uh, a few a few zibs later. Um, yeah. But you have this little this little like paper. I mentioned like a paper cone. Yeah. Full of like spiced fried bugs. 
Yeah, and there's like a syrup on it. It's like a sweet syrup that's like coated it. I need that. And I need that. I, right I imagine that they're like little. They look like um when you get uh like fried fried like batter treats and stuff. Yeah. At the fair. So mm-hmm. they uh, yeah, I was thinking like little, like little dogs. Yeah, or like little, little like little like fried like uh yeah, crawfish or like popcorn yeah. like like caramel popcorn yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And they're gonna they're gonna offer it. Hey, what are these? I'll take some. Yeah, have some. Those sounds delicious. Yeah, you'll like it. Start popping them. What do yeah. they taste like? Um, so have any of you ever had fried grubs before? No. So <laughs> fried grubs, you can get them, and they they have a very like peanut butter um taste to them. They taste mm. it's a very nutty. Like if you've had fried spiders too. Um, but the thing about grubs is that I like that you're you're contextualizing you, is something yeah. equally as unlikely. Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, so there's a what nutty it, flavor to it. What is it, it like uh, falling out of an airplane? Well, you've been stabbed before, right? So it's like that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, so the outside is coated in batter, and then it's fried, and then you pick it up. So when you bite into it, it actually breaks apart in your mouth. It oozes, but it's got a sticky syrup on it that makes it sweet. It's like a sweet, nutty. Yeah. So probably for road, really gross. For everybody else, less yeah. less so. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know how experimental vinegar is with food. Yeah, they're not like wriggly or anything. They're just like... It's I mean, like, you can also eat them. Yeah. Lots of people eat them eat them raw. And then yeah. they like pop and they're all juicy and gross. But It's oh. like a crunchy gr- gushers. Bogor loves these. <laughs> it just handfuls out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whoever put Grubhub in the chat. Yeah, that's That's the name of the stand. Yeah, where you? (laughs) Grubhub. Yeah, it's like. like Where did you get these? Yeah, it's like a nutty, crunchy gushers. Yeah, I should have led with that. Mm, Good stuff. (laughs) Torgor leaves, finds the stand, comes back with many more, (laughs) like just four more of them, all all the flavors. It's like the Christmas popcorn tinfoil. So this this area, uh, and as you get closer and closer to Golgari, like civilization, um, I I imagine that it's it's interesting because it is still it's kind of like a combination of like the mutant thing from Futurama. You know how they all like live under the city and they like gather up everybody's trash oh, and they yeah. sell it and and so it's it's like a bit of that, but it has its own kind of like dark like historical grandeur to it because it's like you're living in the ancient ruins of former Ravnica. Because Ravnica, it's a city plane, so there's nowhere to build out. You have to build up. And so these are all like, this used to be like a beautiful, uh, like sunny plaza and it's been pushed down and now it's where like garbage collects and everything has like luminous fungus on it. And despite the fact that you are, again, like there's this expectation of like, oh, we're going down into the Golgari underground. Everything's going to be scary. And yes, there were bugmen who wanted to kill you, but now you're seeing like familiar faces. You're seeing people, you're like, oh, like I could, you could run into this person upside. And it's not all just Golgari, right? Like you see, maybe you walk by a, a group of uh, Devkaran laughing and talking with uh, like a Silesian high elf. You're starting to see evidence that this is a place where people come from the surface down to to deal with the the Golgari. Um, so you're in this 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 neighborhood now, basically, and it has all of the the normal uh, you know amenities of of a neighborhood, including like shops and food stalls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the center of this this kind of area, this hub, this Golgari village, uh, there is a grotto. So there are levels all around the grotto of essentially like mezzanines. Um, it's like the inside of an enormous tower. And these mezzanines lead out to various 
shops and, and buildings. And then hanging in the empty space in the middle, there's a semi-fallen uh, tower, and the tower is glowing from the inside. Uh, you recognize this tech as being a, like a essentially, essentially like a government building. Like this is a place where official Golgari business uh, takes place. And then connecting the outside mezzanines to the center and to each other, there are rope bridges and uh, little like um, little elevators, basically little platforms that are raised and lowered. And each of these uh, platforms is run by a, a you know a, a human or a, a goblin or somebody who is a, an enterprising business person who's like, yeah, for three zibs, I'll take you up to level four and then they crank you up on their little, little personal elevator. Um, and so, yeah, you, Tech, as you arrive in this area and we get the kind of like the panning, like the crane shot that pulls back from the mezzanine as you enter into this massive glowing grotto, you can see little bats fluttering around up top and there's a pool of water down at the bottom. Um, and uh, yeah, do you take your do you take your friends to uh, to your mom's uh, apartment right away, or do you kind of like give them the scenic tour? Or um, Tack would love to give them the scenic tour, but like we're gonna have to leave eventually. This is not the first time Tack has come home with only two hit points, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, Tack's mom's gonna be real mad either way. So <laughs> better to get the mad over with now, while we've all got tummies full of grubs than to uh, do it later. Well, <laughs> while three out of four of us have got tummies full of grubs. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you're gonna head uh, you're gonna head straight to your house. So yeah, you um you make your way uh through this 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 massive this massive place uh and uh and off through one of the the side roads and Kind of head further and further away from the the central the central hub from the village and into kind of the, an outskirts area and this is where the the kind of that that nervous feeling maybe sets in for the rest of the the surface dwellers where like things start getting less and less kind of fanciful and nice and you you notice more um, you know more like fungus on the walls they stop lighting the area for outsiders so you have to light another torch. Um, and it's clear that this is not a nice part of uh, of Golgari town. Uh, this is this is somewhere you know you get a lot of like furtive glances as people pass with their cloaks up, um, and you start to feel that like oh this is this is a bad neighborhood. Um, but Tech, you you arrive uh, your um, your mother's uh, apartment. It's it's pretty small because you don't do you live here like all the time or do, like do you live with your mom all the time or do you? Yeah, Wintac Wintac needs a place to sleep that, that isn't, isn't like a karaoke a, place. Yeah, right. Or like a random park. Or yeah, or like a restroom at a bar. Yeah, right. The floor <laughs> of a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, okay. or like a particularly dry sewer. Mm -hmm, um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tack usually um hangs out here when their usual spots are compromised. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm sure Tack's mom is used to Tack only coming home when Tack is in trouble. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the tunnel that leads to your uh, to your mom's uh, place leads actually into an open uh, courtyard, several stories tall, and uh, somebody has uh, in the in the past somebody has set this courtyard up to be a kind of communal like garden area. So in the middle of it, there is a, an open sort of an open plaza. And uh, a bed of uh, fertilizer from which a number of uh, of strange plants grow, and that's something you've noticed about uh, the three of you as that haven't been here before. That's something you notice, but it's it's very um, despite being like caverns and stuff, it's pretty verdant. There's like fungus and moss and lichen uh, growing all over the place. Um, there is a um, like a 
fecundity to the place. And as you as you walk in, you see this this garden, and there's probably like an older uh, elven man uh, tending the garden when you come in. Um, so he's like kneeling on the stone edge, and he's he's checking some some bulbs that are planted in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and around the outside of the uh, the courtyard, there are doors, little stone doorways with wooden doors in them. So maybe like four different little like apartments here, and then layers above them. Some of them are two stories. Um, and when you when you walk in, uh, the uh, the older the older man, the older elf, looks up and sees you, uh, Tack, and yeah, gives you kind of like a oh boy, Tack's back, good, good like a a sigh and shakes. I imagine shakes there's his like head. a slightly undergrown patch where Tack immediately sidles over to grabs just a fistful of like the brightest plants that they can, mm. and it's just like. Hey, and picked it up in like a weird little bouquet. Yeah, with like dirt still hanging off of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the old the old man doesn't say anything, just just shakes his head and turns back to to tending his his plants. And when he uh and when he reaches out uh to to do that, you notice a um and we see like a close up of this, you see a, a shiny like black beetle crawls out of his sleeve uh and like crawls up onto the plant uh and starts kind of like pulling the leaves apart and like looking through it. And uh, and the old man is just like nodding as if he's hearing somebody talk to him. Uh, and then Tack, you turn, and we see uh, we see the outside of your your mother's uh, your mother's house. You you are on the threshold. What are you gonna do? Uh, Tack is immediately gonna like <coughs> fit into their hand and like smooth their like curls a little bit like as a gel <laughs> yeah, and kind of like look at the rest of them and go like this with their shirt to like give them the message that they need to kind of straighten themselves up. <laughs> right. We're going to meet uh, my mom, everybody get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Let's act like <laughs> I'm not the only person who's got issues in this party. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then like pull a tracks out of their, side pocket put atrex their little orb weaver on their shoulder and kind of like <sighs> <laughs> so you uh yeah you knock and uh i think that you yeah you hear you hear some some shuffling inside um who in the who in the party speaks elven road you do yes and goblin very well equipped Okay. For only this situation, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> only <You're ready>. this family, <laughs> only this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so you hear uh, in in Elven from inside in in Devkar. Now, it's Elven's only one language, but there are dialectic differences. You speak Surface Elf, right? You speak High Elf, uh, like that's that's the kind of Elf you were are sort of still. Is that right, Road? I imagine yeah. that it is. Like, un- unless you have like a weird. Golgari like background we didn't know about. Um, I think that's probably more likely that you speak the that that branch of it. You still understand her. She's just got a different accent. Um, yeah. So yeah, you hear a, a greeting from inside. You hear like, "Hold on, hold on, I'm coming," and uh, and then the door opens and we see uh, the lady, the lady Navenka, uh, for the first time. Uh, she's a, a Devkarn elf, so she's um, like pale, pale skin, long pointy ears, black black hair. Um, how, like your mom is, we know that she is like a killer assassin for the Golgari, right? That is her, that is her job. She's a member of the Okran, but she doesn't, she's not wearing her like fitted insectoid carapace armor and she doesn't have her like 
spine shooters and stuff. That's all in a chest somewhere. How does your mom, how does your mom dress when she's, when she's just like hanging around the house? Uh, I imagine that tax mother is very like, even though she's a very loving person, there's some part of her that is uh, corporate goth. So yeah. if you've seen the first, yes. if you've seen the first um, Charlie's angels where Lucy Liu walks into the sound of Barracuda in the background in yeah. this company, uh, yeah. pencil skirt, bodice, uh, tight vest um yeah and like high heels i imagine that's what tax mother looks like yeah poison fam yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> like very like put together by the books everything that is the opposite of tack mm-hmm. and i imagine that her only slip up has been adopting tack yeah 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 totally this is this is the like the tragic backstory where she's responsible for making you an orphan and you don't know it and like she killed your parents and Tap it's a whole hair. thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were raised to be you. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this this like yeah, kind of cold, severe, uh, elvish woman uh, opens the door and she looks at the group of you like she stepped in something until she looks down and sees Tack. And just this, the faintest hint of a, of a smile uh, forms on her, uh, her lips. Uh, and she, uh, she says, um, Tack, you've come home, child. Hey, and Mom. And you've brought friends. Yeah. You always said I should get more friends. Did Helps I with say the that? Alibis. Yeah, 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 yeah. I... No. <laughs> and she, she smiles and uh, she says, <laughs> Well, you're here, and you look like you've been traveling a long time. Come inside. And uh, when she says that, like, everybody can see Tack's shoulders go. <laughs> <laughs> so you. Her uh, struggles to fit through the door. Yeah, right? You have to go yeah. one horn and then the other and get yeah. in there. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very, it's a very modest, uh, it's a very modest space. There's probably like a main room that serves as both like a kitchen and, um, and a, uh, and like a, a place to like you sit, there's a table with some chairs, but not enough for everybody. There's a staircase that goes up to, uh, the second level, which is probably like her, her bedroom. Um, and I imagine tack, you have like the equivalent of like a, pet bed like there's a wicker basket upstairs with some like shredded rags in it (laughs) (laughs) it's like a it's like a um an ottoman at the end of the bed (laughs) yeah and like a little a little like rubber like chew angel chew toy just like lying nearby (laughs) like pulls it out of the closet every time i come to visit (laughs) like lay down and chew on it but yeah you come in and in in the kitchen uh sorry what's that Oh, I was just wondering, has, has Tack told us anything about their mom? I don't imagine they have. No. Okay. Tack is very secretive about, like, their personal life. Mostly because, like, uh, Tack kind of is surprised that this group has lived as long as they have. So we just <laughs> never got around to it. That's my personal motto, too. Do not care about your fellow players' characters until they're at least level three. Don't get <laughs> attached. They could no, not. No, I care. TK's your biggest <laughs> fan, but Tack's, like... Oh, you guys are still here. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. 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 So yeah, so you you you're brought inside. Um, there is a um, 
there's a, a smell in the air of the like nettle tea that she's making. Uh, it's sitting mm-hmm. on the stove. Uh, everything in here is made of either stone or um, like scavenged ceramic. So nothing fits, right? Like she she has a bunch of stuff that um, like all of the bowls and cups are all different. Uh, mm-hmm. And you notice that uh, she has a bunch of those like little beetles that you saw outside. There's a bunch of them in this place and they all seem to be moving around doing stuff. Um, so like, yeah, one of them, uh, one of them, when you walk in, uh, is pushing with its little, it's like a, um, like a dung beetle. So with its back legs, it's like pushing a teacup out onto like out of the cupboard and onto the shelf. And they're like setting up to make tea. And you, you see like at least 30 or 40 of them, uh, just kind of all throughout the, throughout the room doing little tasks. You Mm. can hear Tag saying, oh, thanks Rupert. (laughs) (laughs) Torgar is like, now what do these taste like? Oh, uh, these aren't for eating. These are for carrying your teacups. Not that one. That's Constanza. She's very uh, lazy. Oh, okay. So I can eat Costanza? No. <laughs> oh, okay. She's the sugar lump beetle. Got it. So you, uh, you, you, you follow her in and, and mm-hmm. she, um, she turns around and just like leans on the counter while the, the, her beetles are, are getting the tea ready. And, uh, and she looks at you, Tack, kind of with this like, well... You gonna introduce me to your friends? Like, uh, Tack like looks at the group and then looks back at her and then is like, "This is a bun cake." Do you and, get you get an arched eyebrow at that? And that's mauve, and that's blueberry. Mine's the easiest to remember. Because I'm blue. Yes. I see. I'm nervous, guys. I'm (laughs) nervous. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm going to step on one of these beetles and I'm freaking out. So she says, Winnegar, when you're like, I'm I'm nervous. She uh, she says, you don't have to worry, Blueberry. I only kill those I'm told to kill. And so far, no one has told me to kill you. Oh, um, well, I guess that's a good, that's a good thing. Um, no I'm one's going to kill you either. <laughs> Tech does a. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So oh, she, my mom can make those jokes, man. She says, uh, yeah, she says, uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not worried. So little one, what brings you home? Oh, nothing. You know, I just thought that I'd visit you because I got you these flowers and I was just thinking about you and I was in the neighborhood and I missed you a lot. She looks, she looks at the flowers and looks at you and she's like, Soren's not going to be pleased you picked those. I mean, like, is he ever pleased about anything? Like, come on, like, these look super nice, though. And you don't know that they're from the guard. I mean, I got them in the. I'll put them back. She nods, like, go, go do that. I'll talk to your friends. Fine. <laughs> also, no. I like skinned my knee. Can I can I borrow some stuff? Or maybe <laughs> take a nap upstairs? Yeah, yeah. So she very gently just kind of like gives you a little push. Like go <laughs> covered in blood still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, and so she she ushers you outside. And she she turns yeah, back. Yeah, Tech she, goes back and plays. She turns back to the three of you and, and uh, she looks, I think she looks at you, Road, and, and she says, um, so how, how do you know my child? The gym. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Bundt cake also goes to this physical workout gym. Bundt cake is much better at it than the others. <laughs> I use it more for stretching, like relaxation, stretching, like yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blueberry and I do a lot of yoga. Um, I don't. I don't. Um, you must have the patience of a saint, Torgor just yeah. says. <laughs> uh, yeah, she she looks at you, Torgor. I don't I don't know what you mean. Uh, tech, quite a handful. <laughs> I mean, a nice handful, but but a handful, right? Am I right though? Am I right? Is Tor? I mean, is Bunt Cake nuts over here? <laughs> She she's nodding and she smiles a little uh and uh and she says um there are many things in life that we can choose. We can choose the guild that we belong to. We can choose the work that we do. We cannot choose those we love. Yes, uh, they can be difficult and certainly not what I expected it would be doing with my life, but I consider tech to be a blessing despite being a handful. Yeah, same. Same. I think that's same. the same for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a... Have they murdered anybody inconvenient recently? Is that why you're here? Oh, no. Well, actually, mostly convenient. Has Tack murdered anyone? I don't yes. think so. Yes, we've seen that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... They're very good with a melon baller. Yeah. Was that, was that a family down. trick? Like, how, how did they learn that? Did you teach them that? <sighs> Sigh. <laughs> I tried to teach them to fight with knife and sword, but they seem to be more interested in using random objects to kill people. <laughs> I never understood that. I, I will say, I will say, I did think we made an enemy while we were down here. A miscon- I think we turned it around in the end. We would say, what are they called? Sam? Crawl? Crowl? Scrawl? Scrawl? Scrawl. Smell? <laughs> Smell? No. You you know, you know, uh, uh, new people I'm going to try and eat next time. Buggy guys, you know. Is there a uh, yes, the crawl. Crawl. Oh, they are. They are tense allies of ours, members of the swarm, but voracious. They would take over the whole underground if they could. It makes sense that you would have crossed them. It's It's easy enough to do. Mm-hmm. They're nothing to worry about. If that's your only problem, then well, it should be fine by the time you go back to the surface. And and speaking of which, um, how long should it take us to get from here to the Orzov district? If if yeah. if you were to make that route, it would depend on if I was trying to be stealthy or not. Uh, th- let's say direct. Well, yeah, let's just say laid back Sunday walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not. Trying to be stealthy. Are you guys trying to be stealthy? I don't. I don't feel a particular need. Torgor just snorts. Like has has anything he's ever done been stealthy? 
Yes, I imagine that the group of you traveling together would be something of an interest. Mm-hmm. And they, she looks at the group of you again, like she didn't buy that. We know each other from the gym story. <laughs> um, and that's when tech, that's when you come back in. Um, kind of in mid-sentence, and you see your mom giving your friends the, like, the side-eye, like they've said something that she doesn't believe or agree with. Hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, is the tea ready? I yeah, and by this point, you turn and you look, at the, you look at the table, and yeah, there's there's teacups set out, and, oh, and the man. little, like, there's a beetle rolling a sugar cube across the table towards the middle, this little pile. Yeah, Tag just grabs, like, <laughs> a giant handful of sugar cubes throws it in a teacup, <laughs> pours tea on top of it, and throws it back immediately. I was gonna say I'm amazed that it made it all the way into the cup rather than just a handful <laughs> into your mouth. But yeah, yeah, it's good. just like <laughs> <laughs> scalds their vocal. Costanza cords. is just like shaking her beetle head like <laughs> that was her only job. <laughs> Look at, she's a beetle, so it took like four hours to make that pile yeah. of sugar cubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She just like she just uses like her beetle saliva to make like a giant lump of sugar mm-hmm, cube mm-hmm. <laughs> directly. Into, it was like up. Oh. So uh, yeah, your your hostess uh, Navenka doesn't she doesn't sit. She just sort of leans against the counter uh, with some tea, mm-hmm. but invites all of you to to sit down um, and to to tag. Uh, she uh, she says, um, "You're lucky that you caught me. I have business to attend to, guild business. I'll be gone for." A week, maybe more. Oh, a whole week, man. If you need to stay here, you know that you're welcome to, but coming and going with your new gym friends, it's going to attract attention. Gym Um, friends? She doesn't say anything. Does anyone (laughs) else? (laughs) Yeah, Tech's been working on squats uh, this past week. Uh, really, really been trying to hit that uh, two box height. Um, well, that's like a triple vertical for her, but Buncake believes, you know. <laughs> Tech at the gym where we all met. You know. All of us. Oh, yeah. I'm not naturally like this. <laughs> <laughs> to her mom. <laughs> the mother who's seen tech probably once a month since mm-hmm. birth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Navenka, Navenka yeah. says, um, you know I don't care what you do with your life. It's yours. But the guild has been asking after you again. They want to know when you're going to be signing up for work duty. There's things I- to do down here, tech. You can't be running around on the surface all the time wasting your life. I mean, Uh, if you want to, you can, but you know how it reflects on me. Every time I have to turn the recruiters away, they remember. I mean, you're right, but also there's, like, a lot of people to kill up top. Like, a lot. I could go to work with you. We've covered this, Tech. The people that I kill are special different there's a reason to kill we've talked about this so many times you can't just kill anyone my murders are special i don't know why you won't believe in that i know that you i know that you think that they're special but you guys want us to like more people would think they were special Mm. if you just believed in me mom if you just like backed me up this is such great tea (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) 
piping hot. <laughs> Winnegar uh, kind of like walks into the other room. Like, <laughs> Tora slowly follows, just like over, trying not to hit any just of like the door frames. Like, you go into the other room and it's like a trophy case of like the mom's major kills. <laughs> like, participation papers for tech. Mm-hmm. Is there a room like that? <laughs> Probably not. What's <laughs> so funny? Road would be all over that. <laughs> no, there's probably just like a desk full of confiscated melon ballers. Various miscellaneous objects you have made into weapons. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a sock. Yeah. Guys, this is a sock. <laughs> yeah, so are the three of us stepping into another room? There, there isn't like the only other room is like her bedroom, so that'd be even more awkward. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, uh, weird. <laughs> we're gonna go stand into your tent. We're gonna we're gonna go yeah. and walk into your bedroom and just awkwardly stand there. Yes, we can't do that. Okay, guess we're stuck on this couch. Oh, we're on the couch? Yeah, just like the three of us on a couch. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Awkwardly squished together. Toro is huge too, so you're like crammed yeah. on either side of him. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, N- Nevenka says, says to you, Tack, um, you know that I'm proud that you decided to follow in my footsteps, that you joined the Golgar. You could easily have been drawn back to the Gruel or joined the Rakdos, but you have a purpose to fulfill. The guild isn't going to let you stay a part of it if you don't help it function. You know that we have a reason. We've talked about this before. It's not just about disposing of dead bodies or creating them. And I know that you want very badly to come with me, but the Okran is only for elves. I know it isn't fair, but those are the rules. I just feel like if they gave me a chance, they could see that I could kill just as good as other people. It's a and I can kill at different angles, too. Is it because I'm short? <laughs> she scowls. And I think, like, the rest of you, if somebody wants to make an insight check, like, with advantage, it, it doesn't matter who, but, like, you're observing both of them. I'll do it. Okay. I'm so in 17. Okay. Nice. All right. Beat to the punch, Winnegar. Uh, oh, so, but you can oh, also... I thought we were all doing it, yeah, no, not just me. No, it's perfect. <laughs> I just wanted one person to roll for everybody, for the three of you. you just yeah, roll it's, a. Best, it's best you did it. Okay, yeah, see, there you go, because the other two are, are clueless. But, yeah. So, so the, the idea, the idea here is that, yeah, like, you, you, you see the struggle that, that Nevenka is having, right? Where Nevenka is like, you're not like me. And th- this conversation is hovering on the edge of like, you're not my real kid, right? Like she would never say that, but that's the truth both of them are, are coming up against where she's like, if you were my real child, then I could have raised you to be a member of the Okran. You could have followed in my footsteps and we could totally murder together, but you're not. You're a goblin. And Just want to murder with you, mom. Yeah, right? Like, and you can't, and it's this sacred thing that's only allowed for elves. And she, she's sort of torn between like, this is true. And it's part of what gives that, that uh, narrative gives her power, right? Where she's like, I'm a badass Okran. I'm a member of the Devkaran. This is my cultural thing. And you're my adopted kid and you can't be a part of that. And that's both unfair, but also like, it's the narrative that empowers her. So she's having a yeah. real hard time with it. Um, but she's doing a really good job keeping that from Tack, even though they're both like clearly aware of that subtext. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think... I don't know, like, who who's the one that, that diffuses this? Because you've had this conversation with your mom, like, a ton of times, right? Where she she's like, I know you you have the right impulse, right? <laughs> the desire to kill is good and, and right. You're doing the right thing. It should be nurtured. Yeah, but I can't, I can't let you, you can't do it the way I do it. Uh, so who's the person that backs off of this conversation? How does this usually diffuse? Uh, 
so we have a bunch of different cups because Tack immediately takes their teacup and just throws it as hard as they can against the floor. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So you, yeah, you like get angry and, and throw the, throw the teacup. And this is a place where the two of you are very different because your mom does not get angry. Like she is yeah. a, a, she's ice in a grave buried underground. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you, you do that. And immediately her, her beetles like all start running to pick up the pieces so they can go and glue it back together. Um, and she just, she just stares at you like just like cold gray eyes, just like boring into you. Yeah, uh, I think Tack does this every time to see if there will be a different reaction. Yeah. But there never is, so Tack just stomps upstairs to take a nap. Okay. All right, so Tack throws the, throws the teacup on the ground. It breaks. Uh, Nevenka watches and then doesn't, like, excuse herself or say anything. She just leaves. She just goes outside, walks out the front door. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is every sleepover I had. Ever. Oh my god! <laughs> right? This is like yeah. you go over to a friend's house. And you think it's gonna be so much fun, and then all of a sudden they start fighting and yelling, and then they forget <laughs> about you in a room somewhere. And oh that's where right? that family is exactly the same. <laughs> and that's where the camera. That's where the camera stays. Right? The three of you on this couch with this tea that tastes weird, and like the family beetles trying to put a teacup back together. <laughs> Trying to fix my broken family metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> Road stands up and finishes helping pick up the broken teacup pieces. Okay. And it's like kind of like push them into a pile. <laughs> okay. Just kind of like pick them up and put them on a countertop. Mm-hmm. She, she did not have any tea. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> like turn toward the other two. And... So... I don't know. What, uh, so... Are they like done? Is this <laughs> is this what they do? I think, I think they're still a family. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think they're um You guys want to take like a little nap around here somewhere? Yeah, I don't like, know we if can, they're coming back. We can definitely we can definitely sort of fade out into a long rest here if you want. Um Yeah. Like mom's got her own life. She's got a cron business to tend to. Uh, so she comes and goes, but Basically, like tech, you have you have a key right to the place, um, and uh, yeah, and you can all take a rest. So everybody gets their uh, everybody gets their um, hit points back and their uh, their abilities and everything. It's a long rest. So you're all restored to to full. Nice. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, cool. All right. Um, is there a long rest button? Uh, there is not. You just restore your hit points, uh, your spell spell points. Uh, for you, uh, like your spell slots. Basically, you just go back to as if you hadn't cast or done anything. Um, gotcha. Okay, cool. Uh, so, what's everybody doing during this this eight hours? Like, are you are you gonna um, are you gonna have like a nap or? Uh, Torgor like just continues to eat these bugs and like goes back to the market to like explore just the different food options that are present now. Oh, so you're going to, you're going to spend your, your like long rest scene, just like going and walk, taking a walk and taking a walk and like, just like, out. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, let's, let's do that. We'll have a little vignette. So Torgor, where do you go? Are you, what are you looking for? You like, you walk uh-huh. out, you leave the, you leave the kind of like mm-hmm. the bad neighborhood and get back. You can find your way back to that, that main hub pretty easily. For sure. Okay. And what are you, um, are you looking for anything in particular or you just want to? Call? So stop by Grubhub one more time. You know, got to re up for the, <laughs> you for just the wall. Call. 
Wait, yeah. Problem. I they should. I, you know, I should have put an order for pickup. Obviously, <laughs> uh, but it's a shame. Um, but no. Once I have um, some more yummy, tasty insect snacks, yeah. Trevor just like kind of walks around and like he has seen um, chaos and like side of disorder and like death embraced in a different sort of style. Like he really knows it from the Rakdos sort of like excess and like sort of showmanship. Of, yeah, the, the interesting, yeah. the interesting philosophical difference between the Rakdos and the Golgari is that the Golgari care about the dead and the Rakdos mm-hmm. care about dying. Like right. the act of being dead mm-hmm. is, is the thing rather than the state of being dead, which I think right. is an interesting distinction. And Torgor spent some time like kind of winning and like, like truly finding beauty in, in that. Cause it's clearly just like another side of a coin. He's never thought of still likes his side better. Of course. Yeah. Um, undoubtedly. The, the undoubtedly. Risk, yeah. The risk of dying is what makes you feel alive. And right. down here, nobody's like, it's all, it's all, everybody's already dead already. <laughs> There's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's good to know that maybe if he dies, he could maybe come back as an undead Golgari Minotaur. Like he thinks about it now, like yeah, as, right. as that notion is like that. Because I want to be too bad. Maybe these would taste less good, but it's still not bad. Uh, and walks around, uh, maybe pokes his head into a weapon shop. Doesn't get anything. Mm. But just like just seeing what the Golgari keep uh, for yeah. some options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Golgari, Golgari weapons and armor tend to be sort of insect inspired. Yeah. Um, so curved blades that look like the the shearing claws of, of insects, lots of barbs mm. on things, tons of like spears. And then their armor is either like repurposed surface armor. They don't have a lot of um, mm-hmm. uh, like forges down here. There's not a lot of heat. It's like cold mm-hmm. and damp. So they mm-hmm. mostly have like, uh, again, the elves craft like biological armor out of chitin, uh, insect parts, that kind of thing. Yeah. So again, yeah, pretty pretty different. Uh, than you would see no hot pokers anywhere. Uh, no hot poker. It's interesting, yeah, because I guess it's like all repurposed. Obviously, very hard bone, but like mm-hmm. not the type that it's not like a metal mall or yeah. like a rapier, which has been sort of uh, his weapons of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, does anything catch his eye? Uh, yeah, I think in in one of the uh, in one of the junk, the like sort yeah. of junk stalls, or you think of them that way, yeah. uh, where someone has like gathered some stuff from above, you see a, uh, a like a drinking horn uh, that is made out of a minotaur horn, uh, sitting on one of these one of these tables uh, alongside uh-huh. some like surface weapons, uh, some miscellaneous uh, objects from uh, yeah. from the realm above. Uh, uh, yeah. So Torgor picks it up and looks at the shopkeep and says. Tell me about this horn. And uh, yeah, so the shopkeeper's a, a human, uh, human mm-hmm. woman, and uh, she she looks up at it, and uh, and she says, "Oh, mm, I'm not sure where that one came from. It was brought to me in the last batch of scavenge. I think that was my favorite piece. The rest of it was mostly trash. I had to hollow it out, clean it, and the the brass around the edge there. Uh, I made that from." Some instruments that I, I melted down from an Izzet scrapyard. Mm. Uh, it would be suitable for a, a great warrior such as yourself to drink ale from. Hmm. Torgor thinks about drinking ale from the horn of a dead minotaur and relishes in it because it probably thinks that's what that minotaur would have wanted. And it says, Yes, Torgor would love this. Did you happen to have any of the other minotaur things? Or, you know what? 
what 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 is that? What is that 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 looks like a spear but has a curved blade at the end? What what is that? And she yeah she turns and and uh, she looks at it and uh, and she says, uh, oh it's a it's a beetle hook, you know for when they get unruly and you have to drag them back. You just hook that top bit over their carapace and just just pull them back into the herd. It's oh. a, a specialized tool. I, I mean, I suppose you could use it for other things. And she like gives you like a look up and down, like you could probably use it to murder somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but she she likes that that was your response to the horn, right? Like you can see that that's kind of bumped up her regard for you because she's like, yeah, you good, that's great. Use mm-hmm. the the bits of the dead. Nothing is mm-hmm. sacrosanct. Like, yeah, I'll take both. Cool. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She's she's happy to sell them to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the drinking horn is is probably like a zib, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, the uh, the like hooked spear. Let's see. Uh, I think that guy probably costs like two or three gold, mm-hmm. so two or three uh, zenos. Okay. Yeah, I think she let it go for for three three zenos, three gold. I'm a uh... Three Xenos. Torgor makes that trade. Seems like fair. And as on, honestly, is like enjoying his time underground more than he ever thought he would. Yeah. It's like, this is the vacation to Indianapolis. I thought I wouldn't like, but I did. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana. It's the Golgari underground. Uh, uh, one and the same. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it fits. It fits. I've been to Gen Con once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, cool. All right. So Torgor is out, uh, taking in the, taking in the sites. That's awesome. I like it. Um, what, uh, Winnegar, what do you do with your, uh, with during your rest? Winnegar is going to dream. Yeah. He's, uh, he's sleeping and dreaming. Nice. And he's having this, like this fantastical dream, kind of scary. It's, um, he, he's, he wakes up and he's wiping like dirt from his face and he sits up and he, he finds himself in this, like in the soil and he's looking around and all he sees is, uh, that loxodon that he saw Mm. in the prison before. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, he's behind bars, but like he could easily go around the bars and escape, but he's just like holding on to the bars, like staring at Winnegar. Um, Winnegar looks to the left and he sees like um, a lot of those plants that he almost like lit on fire, but now they actually are on fire. Um, in the middle is um, a rose that is not on fire at all. Just like a single rose, like the rose mm-hmm. um, that's there. And the ground starts to move. Um, and I think as the camera pulls back, like he realizes he's on that, that turtle, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, host in the shell. Um, and the Loxodon, I imagine the Loxodon says, uh, as they're walking, he sees like this bright light up here and it's like the silhouette of a man in a cloak. And the Loxodon says, um, behold the beast slouching towards Ravnica. And then like Winnegar wakes up right away. (laughs) Awesome. So do you do you awake with like a, a shout? Uh, you fell asleep on the couch, uh, yeah. And or is this more like a kind of like quiet? Like you wake up and and are like lost in your in your thoughts. Like how scared is Winnegar when he, when he wakes up? Yeah, I think he's he's pretty scared. Um, but I don't know if he, he 
would Winnegar shout when he woke up? And like, is it, yeah, in surprise or is it just kind of like, Ugh, like wake up, cold sweat kind of thing? Yeah, I think he would wake up, cold sweat type of thing and like take stock of what's going on in the room. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you're, I think you're alone in the, in the main room. Everybody has gone off to kind of do their, do their own thing. Um, but yeah, so you wake up and take a couple of, couple of breaths and, and then we, yeah, we fade over to, to tech. So, so tech, after your little temper tantrum, you ran upstairs. What do you, what do you do? Your mom left to do errands. <laughs> My um, temper tantrum. Yeah. So actually, so upstairs, we're, we're in your, we're in your mother's, uh, I mean, it's, it's your, your room too, because it's the only other room in the house. But so there's, there's your mom's bed, uh, mm-hmm. which is like larger and, and nicer. Uh, yeah. There's her, um, her like cupboards. There's a little like a vanity with a, a mirror on it. Uh, there is a window that looks out into the, into the courtyard. Uh, and then there's a, um, like a dressmaker's form, like a dress form, uh, but it has her armor on it. So mm-hmm. it has her like badass chitin armor and her like headband and her bandolier of all of her knives. Um, and you're not allowed to touch that stuff. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> I, ima- I imagine that um, tax mother before her fall from grace did live in like a mansion type area and everything. Yeah. And she of course had to downsize and of everything that she kept, she kept the vanity. Mm. from her like n- nicer place and so tack will like go over to the vanity and like eh, <laughs> like a couple of the perfumes and make the stuff and then like immediately pick it back up and clean it up <laughs> really knock um, it over pick it back up <laughs> yeah just like clean it back up mm-hmm. and then like take some of the lipstick and like sorry mom <laughs> on, the, on the mirror and then In fall asleep lipstick. on yeah, her good lipstick. <laughs> Sorry, mom, on the on the mirror, and then fall asleep under a blanket of beetles on their ottoman. <laughs> nice. Yes, yeah, so you just curl up and like the little beetles come and like pet your head. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Excellent. Uh, and then uh, Road, you you kind of disappear, right? Like we don't we don't really see you. Uh, yeah. During the next bit. Okay. Yeah. Because Winnegar is asleep. Torgor is left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I looking around the apartment is yeah. there um in the bathroom is there a bathtub i don't think so i also don't think that like this is the thing about uh about the the golgari right it's like there wouldn't be like running water uh no, no. if you wanted to get clean it would probably be like a dirt bath or like the bugs would clean you so they just like crawl all over you and eat your dead skin and you know that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, hot springs or something. And then all the all the like waste processing is composting, right? So yeah, it's weird. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> definitely no bathtub. Okay, yeah. Then road kind of fucks off for a while. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, so everybody, uh, mark, mark inspiration. If you don't already have it, uh, to, to charge you up and get all your hit points and stuff back. And, um, we, I guess we, we return, uh, all of the, all of the group, the group of you are back around the, around the table. Um, Hmm. some hours later, feeling better tech, you come downstairs from, from your nap, uh, road and, and Winnegar and Torgor downstairs. Torgor has come back with this like badass drinking horn. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, what are you what are you gonna do now? What is the what is the plan? Um, there is the there's this this sort of thought in the back of your head that like the host in the shell might be in danger 
if these these blue armband nerds have decided to to if they can't find you right they might try to go in they might be a little more invasive you don't know you have enemies that you're not aware of uh and then also the you're waiting for uh, waiting for orders from the rose uh torgor first off shows off this beautiful horn <laughs> and tells the story of like the bronze work like like every detail that that, that shopkeeper <laughs> described it like Torgo relates in such delight and fashion <laughs> um but as he's talking about it he also like Torgor would love to drink from this with dewdrop at host in the shell did you yeah. did you guys want to go back no <laughs> <laughs> Torgor, Torgor feels bad because uh, Ogre Man, you know, it's, I, I, I shouted at him, okay? Torgor shouted at him to make, to make us get to where we needed to go. And now they're in trouble and Torgor feels responsible. I feel, I feel a little bit of guilt. Alternately, he was rude to me and you shouldn't feel bad at all. <sighs> also, he is there because of us. Hmm. Also, like, he has a job and a mission and he's doing it. So we shouldn't feel bad that he's doing his job. Yeah, and in saying that, Rod, it occurs to you that, that you also have a job and so does Torgor and so does Winnegar. Like, you have, you have lives to, to uphold of your own, right? There's, mm. there's a, a Simic Combine that, that you re- do research for. There's a carnival that needs operating, right? Like, you, there's that moment of, like, yeah, he's there because of his... Oh yeah, I gotta pay the rent. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I work in the morning. It's the moment in Friends where they're all like, "Oh, we're in, we're at this coffee shop for too long." I feel like that. I feel like that moment never comes. I feel like that's just everyone else being like, "How do you afford this apartment? How do you do it?" <laughs> Certainly never comes. Well, back. they they afford the apartment because it's rent controlled, and Monica's. They don't tell the landlord that Monica's aunt is dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, you don't know about it but all of them have trust funds. They don't talk yes, about it because yeah. no one would talk about it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. So let's, right. let's talk about from, from a game perspective, yeah. right? So like if you want to take a, a more like direct and active approach for the next, the next section, you could uh, investigate something. You could go after these blue arm man guys and try to figure out more about them. You could return to uh, Dewdrop and, and ensure its safety. Uh, or if you want to lay low, we could take a week of downtime activities where the characters return to their normal lives and mm-hmm. do stuff, right? They they like craft things and and maybe like maybe tack you are like, okay, mom, like I'll go and <laughs> I'll go and work on compost duty for a week. Tack um, would never. <laughs> and we can do we can do that and in, that instead. Well, you can also some of the some of the other downtime activities include things like carousing. So if you just yeah. want to go and party instead and get drunk, that's also an option. Uh, and that's how you can like make new contacts. You can buy things. Um, but basically, it's the idea is that we kind of like let you go back to your life. Uh, mm-hmm. and, I think Tack would lie to their mom about doing compost duty, but then mm-hmm. immediately like use their thief cant and try and figure out more about like this cult and things like that. Yeah. 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 You're like, yeah, I'm I'm going to work. You're right. You're right. I, it's, I'm going to turn my life around. Which is the speech they give every month. (laughs) (laughs) They come back with only two hit points. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, cool, you were working your normal job. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I sure was, mom. (laughs) 
Yeah. So yeah, what do you think? Like, do you do you guys want to want to like lay low or uh, or or go in and and try to like ignore your normal life for a little longer and and uh, and go back to the host and show? What do you think? Road would lay low. Yeah. Yeah. I think Torgar, like now with his new horn, would probably and everything be like. You're right. I haven't been back to the to the circus in a while. Hmm. Yeah. Toro should go home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I think Winnegar, uh, because he's had his ass handed to him a couple times in the last couple days, uh, he would go back uh to uh his friend Rourke and see if he had anything like that maybe be able to help him or maybe they can use just yeah. to get back out there. Something like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's, so let's talk about for each character. I'll, I'll, I'll read through the list and you tell me which of these things you want to you wanna do. Mm-hmm. So when we take downtime, uh, five, like five days or whatever the equivalent of like a week uh, in, the, in the game um, passes. So uh, we can do some little vignettes and stuff if you guys want to for these things. But the idea is that the three of return to your, your lives and, and pursue downtime activities. So um, you, none of you, I'm going to skip buying magic items because none of you have enough Xenos to make that happen. Yeah. Um, so carousing uh, is uh, covering, uh, it covers a work week of food, drink, and socializing. You pick lower, middle, or upper class carousing, and then you spend your, your Xenos, and you go out and you do that. Uh, so you mingle and and you can gather information. You can make friends uh, and encounter with uh, and encounter like complications depending on what your uh, what your situation is there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do that uh, if you have a proficiency that allows you to make stuff. So if you have like smith's tools or leather worker tools or whatever, you can use your proficiency to make things. Right. So this is just like going and crafting stuff. Uh, you could uh, one of the headings is just crime. <laughs> so if you'd like to just go and do a crime, you could do that. So like, do crimes. yeah, robbery or burglary or forging or whatever. If you have a crime you'd like to commit, you could mm-hmm. do that and you can make yourself some money. Um, so that's fun. You could gamble. You could gamble. If you have some Xenos, you want to go like hit up a casino. Um, pit fighting is an option. If you'd mm. like to go and, this because this might fit with like Torgor with your job, right? You maybe maybe right. uh, organize or deal with a pit fight. Um, there's one that's just relaxation. You just hang out. You just spend money and you relax and you you just chill out. Um, mm-hmm. This requires money. Uh, normally there would be like religious service, but that isn't really like a thing. Uh, research is one. So if you have this, is the Gandalf taking the taking the the ring back and going into the library and like figuring out, oh shit, this is the One Ring. So you can do research uh, to find out about a particular topic. Uh, later on, you'll be able to make spell scrolls, sell magic items, um, uh, and then you can you can do training. So if you have like a skill or a language or a tool that you want to start training yourself in, that's something that you can you can also do. Or you can just go work, just go make money. Uh, so just do your job. So what does everybody want to do uh, from those? What do you do? Any of them jump out to you as things you're you're interested in? I think. Uh... Torgor would be interested in going carousing with the lower, like, yeah. tier, um, particularly okay. those who attend the, like, wherever the Ractor is set up. And also, um, half the time, 
because uh, he also has to work setting up and fighting in a pit fight. I think like, like that's part of his responsibility is like organizing one of those. So he does that for work and then gets goaded into fighting in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so which let's let's do that. Let's do the let's do the yeah. pit fight one and see how so how, how it goes. So sure. Tor, Tor, you get pulled in. It's one of those things where you're like, it's not your job, right? You right. you have moved from performer to producer, but right. every once in a while, and I say that, but it's probably more often than you're comfortable with. Right. Somebody is like. Uh, but we need someone to fight Torgor, and they they love you, big guy. Like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, Tor, Torgor, you return to uh, you return to the um, the the Rakdos Circus, and it's a yeah. it's a moving circus, right? Because they can't stay in one place for long, because often right. people get burned to death as part of these performances, and you need <laughs> to move before the Azores kick you out. So uh, yes, yeah, so you go back to your uh, to your circus, and your troop particularly. What is their what is like their specialty? Is it is it like so, fighting? Is it I think it's it's uh, combat performance is kind yeah. of what they like to do. Um, they do a lot of stuff in demonstrating of like wild fighting styles, um, something that seemed like really can be out of hand and becomes out of hand, like usually in the shows. Um, the monsters are very much there to show just like disorder and like sort of like the lawlessness within nature, the chaos that like they themselves have. Uh, so a lot of like just monsters. Um, yeah, cool. But it's fun. Yeah, it's it's a blast. Yeah, right. Like so, people go out. Yeah. People go out and they get um they like get monsters and they bring them in and then you have like champions that fight them and they fight each other and yeah okay cool, um so yeah it's a uh, it's a competitive like non not to the death for you fighting situation so the right. way this is gonna work uh, as as you you spend a week fighting in the Rakdos pits. Mm-hmm. Uh, honing your honing your craft. Uh, let's let's see how how much you get paid. Uh, so okay. you need to make you make a series of checks. Uh, okay. The DC is determined uh, basically at, at random. You're going to make an athletics check, an acrobatics check, and then we're going to make a final special constitution check. Okay. So let me let me roll for your. I'm going to roll to get the DC for your uh, your first one. Gotcha. So it's five plus two d ten. Okay. So- Athletics first. Yeah, so this is going to be an athletics check with a DC of sixteen. What is the what's the first thing? What's the first thing that you fight? Like, what is what's your, who's your first foe? The first uh, thing that I come across is a. I want to say it's um a Gruel clans member who got captured. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, a disgraced. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's great. So you come back and they're like, yeah, you're maybe you're telling somebody your story about mm-hmm. about being in the underground, and then they they pair you up against this this uh yeah this this warrior. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Who's like been on the outskirts and now like, I think for him he he just like he's not with his tribe, but he like has to fight, so he like tries his best. Yeah, cool. He loses. He loses. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. So you you beat this. You beat this this Gruel clansman. And and I think this is a great like grudge match because the Rakdos and the Gruel are sometimes friends and sometimes enemies, but always like rivals because you're right. both driven to the same destructive habits. Um, right, right. But this this particular uh, this this guy maybe he's like a, a human uh, like a berserker. Uh, mm-hmm. You managed to you managed to best him in combat, and you hear once again the the shouts of the crowd uh, cheering your name. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And so you, you win your, you win your first bout. Um, what, uh, so for your second bout, you can roll dexterity, uh, acrobatics, or if you don't want to, you can replace one of these with an attack roll instead. 
using one of your weapons, which is probably mm. going to be better for you than an acrobatics roll. I think that's, yeah, yeah. I, I might do it with my maul. Let's give it a shot. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> Should have tried, so, tried that acrobatics. So this one, I mean, I'm going to roll, but it doesn't, it's not going to matter. Uh, it's 2d10 so. plus five. Mm-hmm. So same thing. Uh, yeah, this one was even harder. This was a 19 and you lose this bout. Uh, who beats you in this fight? And this is the fight using your maul, right? This is a weapons battle. Yeah. Uh, who oh, who for beats sure. you in this in this fight? Um, I, so in this fight, it's actually against another uh, Rakdos clans member, like who's oh, in. Okay. So like, there's a rivalry between me and uh, for Kittle. You know, for Kittle has been in in the group for years, and it's just like he's he, nothing special about this ogre. All right, he's just an ogre, but he's an ogre who's stronger, faster, and continually beats Torgor. Uh, uh okay. And so even when Torgor was like competing in the pit, never could never beat him and got goaded into trying to fight him again and once again lost. Right. Okay, cool. So we see we see you uh you know fight this guy and you're yeah. you're trying, you're you're doing the work. Um, but he's just better than you. And yeah. and afterwards the two of you are in the the kind of like the locker room or whatever. After he comes yeah. back in, he's wanted like a bunch more fights, comes in covered in blood, and he yeah. just pats you on the back with his big ogre hand. He's like, mm, maybe next time, Torgor. Oh my god. I, <laughs> I hate you. Torgor hates you so much. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This first time he ever used his I. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Not Torgor hates you. I hate I you. Hate- <laughs> Cool. So you have one. You have one more bout. You're gonna fight. Okay. Uh, you're you're one and one. Uh, so this one is. Uh, it's actually a special check. So so for okay. this one, you're gonna roll. Um, constitution. Wh- what's your constitution? Your flat constitution bonus. Uh, my flat constitution bonus is zero. Okay. So you're gonna roll, and you're gonna add. Uh, and this is a really weird way to generate a bonus. So yeah. you're gonna roll. Uh, what do you normally roll for hit dice? A d10. Uh, I don't believe oh, yeah. so. I think so. I'm just gonna, for my. I'm gonna roll one just to check. Yeah, it's a D10. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, you're gonna roll one of your hit dice, which is just okay. just like what I did, as if you were taking a short rest. This doesn't spend it. Got it. So you roll, roll a hit die. Okay. So you got a plus. That gives you a plus three. So now it's a. You're gonna roll a D20 plus three. So basically, gotcha. it's just a Constitution uh, plus three, and I'll I'll generate the difficulty here. Uh, so nine. Okay. Got it. All right. Hopefully, I roll bad. We'll see. It could have been Oof. a tough week. <laughs> <laughs> so this this last one, this last one is like an endurance fight. This is this is like it's it's bad. Uh, you you basically yeah. have to fight. Maybe it's like a horde mode kind of thing where you have to fight like sure. a bunch of people and try to like withstand. So mm-hmm. what is it that you fight? Is it like uh, a uh, bunch it, of uh, of what? It's a horde of Boros goblins that have been captured <laughs> and. <laughs> right. Just like released into they, the actual, yeah. yeah. It's a That's team, not, a team of a team of goblins who like they all fight. They register as one person, yeah. <laughs> but there's like fifty of them. Oh yeah, That's so good, cool. So yeah, uh, you you don't manage to hold out too long before you are swarmed by goblins and mm-hmm. uh, and dragged down. And uh, yeah, the the fighting the fighting Boros unit uh, they they managed to defeat you. Now they all collapse into the same trench coat and walk <laughs> out. They get back in their clown car and they run off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so there was no complication. Uh, yeah. So you uh, you won you won one and lost two. Uh, you earn uh, fifty Zenos. So you get nice. 50, fifty gold. Thanks work. So you're you're paid out at the end of the week for your pit fighting battles. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, 
and you you do it. Uh, cool. Tech, what are you what are you going to do with your with your downtime? Now I know you talked about uh, pretending to work, but what do you really want to do? Crime. Yeah, you want to do a crime? All right. Uh, yeah, I think that I think tech thinks that they're going to go carousing and learn about information mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think also tech has a very weak will. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to like them walking into a bar and being like, I want information, they'll see like another rogue that they know. They're like, give me information. The other rogue's like, yeah, but if you help me climb into the second story window, we take some stuff, you know, I know where the safe is. Tech's like, Okay, seems reasonable. Yeah, let's do that. And then just spends the rest of the week doing crime. Nice. <laughs> <It's being> tricked <laughs> so, into crime. <laughs> so to do to do a crime, you have to spend your time uh, gathering info on a target for the crime, and you got to spend uh, twenty five gold. Got to spend twenty five Zenos. Do you have twenty five gold? I do not. Would, would you like to ask Torgor if you can borrow twenty five gold? You might be able to make it back. Torgor, <laughs> got a really good lead. I can make this back three times. Only if the split is 60-40 Torgor. Because <laughs> Torgor's got a good feeling. When Torgor bets, it's usually... <laughs> you're right, you're right. Okay. Sometimes so, okay. So you let you let me have this 25. I'll bring you back 75. And then you give me 40% of that 75, right? Right? Deal. <laughs> cool <laughs> tech pulling that like the the fucking over the cashier trick where you're like oh, i think i gave you a 50 hold on let me give you these 320s and then you give me that 100 back and then yeah that's good nice yeah and you walk out of there with this the merchandise and an extra 50 bucks in your pocket um all right so here's how crime works uh you're gonna make a series of checks the dc for the checks are actually chosen by you according to the amount of profit that you want to to get from the crime oh man so uh here's how here's how it works so the chosen the chosen dc uh can be 10 15 20 or 25. successful completion of the crime yields a number of gold uh, as shown on the table, all the all the DCs are the same. So you pick one, and if you if you get uh, if you pick DC ten and you get um, three, all three of the checks, you're gonna get mm-hmm. fifty gold. Okay. Uh, if you pick fifteen, you're gonna get a hundred gold. If you get pick twenty, it's two hundred. And if for some reason you decide to go twenty five, you could get a thousand gold. Uh, let Tack doesn't really want to do crime for the money. Okay. Tack wants to do crime because crime is fun. But Tack also owes Torgor mm-hmm. 75 gold now. Yeah. So Tack is going to do just enough to make that 75 and then have some left over. Okay, so you want to try DC 15? Yeah, let's do okay. that. The three checks are uh, Dexterity, Stealth, mm-hmm. uh, Dexterity with Thieves Tools, and then your choice of Investigation, Perception, or Deception. One of those three. Uh, it's going to be Perception. Okay, all right. So... Uh, first, uh, you're gonna roll. Uh, let's do the let's do the stealth one to 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 stalk your target. Uh, you're going. You're currently going after a prosperous merchant. It's not great. Okay. It's thirteen. Thirteen. All right. So that's one one fail. Oh. Okay. So one F. Uh, okay. 
All right. That's right. You, got, you still got choice. You got chances. All right. So you're gonna. So you 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 try to to stalk them, but their security, I think, throws you off. Right. Like they they have a bodyguard or something, and you 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 have to like bail out before you can get a good a good path on them. But you know where their shop is. So you're gonna try to you're gonna try to break in. You're gonna try to to pick the locks. So yeah. make a make a thieves tool uh, check with dexterity. Uh, same okay. same DC. Slide of hand. I think I do have these tools. Yeah, it's actually a separate. It's a separate proficiency. So it's, oh no. Okay, it's let down me... on the left, uh, left, under your passive perception. Uh, it says these oh, tools. I got it. Yeah. So it. click there, and then it'll ask you what stat to use. It's dexterity. And then dexterity. Okay. Here we go. So, so here's much. the real check. You got a 13 on your stealth, which is a fail. There you go. You got 19. 19. Okay. So you they're they spend all their money on these bodyguards and not enough of their money on good locks. So you, yes. you yeah, you crack the lock and now you're inside. It's like the middle of the night and they're not here and you're sneaking through their shop looking for the best stuff to take. So make a yeah, make a stuff. it's a perception check you want to roll, right? Yeah. Okay, make a perception check. Same, same DC. Cross our fingies. Oof. Okay. All right. You got two failures and a success. So if only one check is successful, the heist fails, but the character escapes. So you, you lost Torgrove's 25 gold, but you didn't get thrown in jail. I get did get a handful of scratch offs. <laughs> yep. And uh, if you roll uh, one only one check, you roll on the complication table. So roll, roll a D8 for me. Okay, so slash R D eight, is that correct? Yeah, slash R space D eight. A five. Okay. Um so you uh you get you get something. I'll let you decide what it is. You steal an, an item, but whatever it is, it doesn't you can't sell it for all the money you wanted. And it's an easily identifiable item that you can't fence in this region. So I'll let you decide. You don't have to decide it right now, but you steal something from this merchant. You can decide like what guild they're from. And you think that it's valuable, but everybody's like, oh, no, we can't sell that. Like, you end up having to keep it because it can't be sold. Um, I'm going to say it's an Orzov signet ring. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So it's like a very personal item. And this this merchant is going to forever be, like, looking for, like, where he lost his ring. And you're just like, I've got this cool ring. Okay. Yeah, and because it's Orzov, it's probably, like, enormous and gold. It has, like, a big onyx stone on it. Do you just wear it all the time now? Uh, no, Tack is going to go back to Torgor and say, look, buddy, I have been thinking about it and I feel like, like the way we negotiated the investment was wrong. I feel like I took advantage of you personally. I would like to give you 100% of the take. Torgor knew that once you confront a liar, they change their colors. Torgor <laughs> knew this, all right? <laughs> I feel like y'all are really like teaching me to be a better person. Oh, this is a beautiful ring. It almost it it does fit Torgor's pinky. Yeah, you oh. can you can just barely squeeze it onto your pinky. But now you have this huge baller like oh, onyx man, ring. It looks, oh, it looks great on you, man. It looks great. I I, I I'm gonna find someone to change the the sigil for the guild, but. Yeah. yeah. You know, you did good. You did good, Tech. Excellent. Thanks for believing in me. Uh, next time, I won't let you down, man. <laughs> Perfect. All right. How did you let me down? You 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 got a successful take. I know, but you know, I just feel like I let you down because I like didn't bring you back gold, and I know how much you wanted the gold. No, oh, Torgor can always fight to get more gold. Okay. Rings like this come whenever you steal. <laughs> Excellent. So Torgor, you can you can write down, uh, yeah, Onyx Orzov ring. Uh, mm-hmm. which I'm sure will not ever come up again. Oh, um, <laughs> so uh, so Road, what do you wanna what do you wanna do with your downtime? 
Uh, I, I go back to work. Yeah, you're going to do some uh, work? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's probably weird because uh, she works for the Guardian Project, yeah. which I, is probably like also partially training because she is a guardian in the Guardian Project. Right. Yeah, because you're, you're, both, you're both the experiment and the scientist. So... <laughs> And I imagine because I imagine Road because because she's a monk, like all that stuff about like the gym or whatever was it's all it's all a joke. But like the thing that you would you'd be like like a practical biologist or like a phys ed teacher basically. But like you like there'd be a division of like body kinetics or something that you so you yeah. do a lot of like jumping on trampolines and running in wind tunnels and stuff. Um, yeah. Probably. A lot like that. I also, uh, I did forget to mention right off the top, the yeah. first thing, the first thing that Rod doesn't go is goes and gets a manicure. Yeah, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. The very so as soon as possible. So you actually have lots of you have a couple of options for for performing a job. The job is the a job is the easiest one. You return to the combine. Uh, after your, you know, this was your weekend, as you do on the weekend, and uh, yeah, go back to the labs of the of the Simic, um, and. Uh, you're going to determine, you're going to earn some money for your work. Uh, and I need you to make it a, an ability check, uh, one of these ones. So uh, athletics, uh, acrobatics, um, intelligence, using like a set of tools, uh, if you have those. Um, I don't, there's no, or I guess for you, Arcana is also a valid, uh, like okay. working. I'm going to do acrobatics. Yeah, okay. And uh, basically what you do is you, you just... <laughs> You just roll. Okay, here we go. So nine or lower, basically, you just pay your rent. You pay for a poor lifestyle. You you can't you can't live comfortably. You don't get any extra gold, but you pay you pay the bills. That probably makes sense because she's also spending a lot of her time trying to figure out who Damica was. Oh, like scoping out for for her. Okay, yeah, yeah that's a good call. Um, why don't we here? I'm gonna roll and see if you get a complication. Uh, you don't make a perception check, or actually make an investigation check, because you're you're like digging around and asking people if they recognize her. You like, okay, oh, five. I'm doing very good. She must not work in this lab, right? Like she must. Okay. She like all you get to go on is like she's a a merfolk and she's part of the simic and like I don't yeah. So yeah, not in this lab, but you can you can always try to find her uh, next. I forgot time. about Danica. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. And uh, and yeah. and lastly, uh, Winnegar. Uh, what do you want to do? do uh, I want to go. I don't know if this goes under training, but I want to go to Rourke, see what goodies he has, and see if I can like be more prepared next time we go out. Yeah. So the um, like obviously you'll you'll eventually you know get to a place where you want to like buy or make like magic items like potions and stuff. But uh, the difference so the differences here between those two is training allows you to. Um, uh, pick up a new language or learn a proficiency. Uh, it takes 10 weeks, but you can put time in like one week at a time. So if there is a, uh, if there's a tool proficiency that you want to learn, uh, or there's a language that, that you want uh, to learn, then that's, that'd be the way to do it. Um, and then otherwise, uh, yeah, it's work or it could be research. Um, okay. So maybe research then research, um, if he see what goodies he has, I guess see what um, okay what we could play with. Uh, it might be not something that's functioning, but it could be something that like I can carry along with me that I might be able to get working one day. 
Okay. So research, you you declare the focus of your research, uh, a person, a place, or a thing, and then you make a check, um, and then we I'll tell you things about that. So it's a way for your character to like learn about the world. Um, so your specific thing could be like an invention I want to make or or whatever, and I could tell you, like, here's the next thing you need to do to pick up on that. But basically, it's a way to get true statements about yeah. the world from me, like gather information. Yeah, so um, I guess I go back to where Rourke is. I talked to him about this device that I saw on this person's hand um, that, like, blasted back a minotaur uh, yeah. and, like, how we can make something like that, I guess. Ah, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so in this case, um, let's see for research, uh, research takes a week of effort. Uh, oh, it does take money. Uh, so you need, you need, uh, you need 50, 50 Xenos to be able to do research. I don't think I have. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think Rourke, I think Rourke is like, I, we don't, we don't got time for this vinegar. I got to work, but Hey, you can help me move this scrap. And he's like, I got this whole wagon over here. You could, you could help me pull it. Uh, so maybe you want to do that instead. I'll give you, I'll give you a cut of the money. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Let's definitely do it. <laughs> leaves. Yeah. Like I'll help you out. Sure. Time to get dirty with it. <laughs> okay. So Rourke is going to help you. Um, it's going to be, unfortunately for Winnegar, it's going to be an athletics check, uh, but you oh, have okay. advantage. So Rourke's going to, Rourke's going to back you up and the, the two of you are going to haul scrap and get caught up. Uh, hang on one second. Let me roll athletics. There it is. Yeah, 13. Okay, all right. So 13 covers a, a modest lifestyle uh, for the week. Um, and you, you, can, you can pay your bills with what you got. So that's, that's good. Um, so far, the only person who, and you're lucky you're staying with your mom, the only person who can't, like, who doesn't have enough money to pay their rent for this week is is tack and tack doesn't have a house so it's fine yeah. everybody else uh works or earns money uh to uh to pay their rent let me see if there's a complication for you Linker. nope that's good um but i think that while you are with rourke you can still tell him about that that like thing and uh he tells you that that it sounds it sounds is it to him right like Anything that makes fire or lightning or blows stuff up, chances are pretty good that came from one of the foundries of the Is It League. And he'll he'll keep an eye out for you for things that might work on making something like that in the in the future. Um, so make make a note, uh, Winnegar, somewhere on your character sheet that the next time you want to like research that, like make an investigation check into that thing, you'll have advantage from from Rourke because you helped him out. So when it comes time for you, he'll he'll help you out. You're just gonna need some money to be able to do that research first. Cool. Cool. All right. So you all take your you take a week of downtime, and that's kind of where we that's where we'll we'll fade out on the episode. Is everybody kind of going and, and doing their doing their job? You all get to pay the rent except for tack. And um, yeah, and I'll I'll kind of advance. So you you stay hidden. You 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 run uh, your civilian life for for a week, and uh, the um, the the blue armband army uh, the petitioners. Keep, probably keep an eye on uh, your uh, your cafe, and then eventually, after they spend a week not seeing you, uh, they will they will leave it alone. So you'll be able to return to it. And so, what we'll do next uh, next episode is have you return to host in the shell and get your next mission from uh, from Rose.
Cool. Well, I'm excited. I love all these little these little vignettes. Like I love exploring Ravnica through the characters. Like Torgor, your little walk through the market, and yeah, this stuff's so fun. I love it. Uh, that's it. That'll do. That'll do it for our episode. Uh, let's do some do some shout outs, and we will bid our audience a fond farewell. Let's start. I just pointed randomly. Let's start with you, Katie. Where oh. can people find you on the internet? Do your thing. Oh well, you can find me on Twitter at OKKatieMay. Okay um, if you want to hear me DM some stuff, I DM a five E podcast uh, called Dungeons Dice and Everything Nice. If you're in Chicago, we're also doing a live show at C two E two. Uh, which is going to have puppets and giant inflatable D20s <laughs> like, arrived in the mail. They're everything to me. Um, so if you wanted to see any of that, you can come check us out there as well. Excellent. I suggest that you do. It's good stuff. Uh, down below, Katie uh, playing Winnegar. It's Carlos. Hey, it's Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you can find Carlos on all social media under Carlos Crits. Uh, check out on Sundays, I do a show called Rivals of Waterdeep. It's also on this Twitch channel. You can also check out my show called The Dungeon Rats. Um, we stream every other Tuesday. We just had one yesterday. Uh, so the next one will be in a week from now. And uh, we're in podcast forms. We go back and we edit the episode. So include sound effects and original music, stuff like that. Sounds great. Um, other than that, I'll be at C2E2 also. Uh, you could see me cosplaying for the first time. What? Cool. Oh, yeah. Have you revealed what you're cosplaying as? Or is that going to be a big secret till the till day of? Um, when will the... Uh, I'll just let you know. I'm going to be uh, Miles Morales, but uh, when he's wearing the small outfit, the, the tight one, the yes. tight one, and I'm also making a, uh, <laughs> I'm making a computer desktop, like the, the <laughs> shell to like walk around with, like I'm sneaking around with it the entire time. <laughs> that should be really cool. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I'll be at PAX East and I think that's it for now. Cool, cool. Thank you. Uh, TK, star star of today's episode, Tack the Goblin. What? <laughs> I mean, this was the Tack episode for sure. Yeah. Uh, TK, tell us tell us where, when you're not here threatening people with kitchen implements, where can we find you on the internet? It's me. It's TK. <laughs> Tack K? No, TK. Uh, I write spooky stories on the internet. And if you like spooky stories, then you can read them at tkjwrites.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, TK Joins the Fray. I'm never going to update anything. I'm a liar and a terrible person. <laughs> um, <laughs> I stream a lot of stuff. That that schedule is in my pinned tweet thread. Also in my pinned tweet thread is the link for the comic book that I worked on with Kayla Klein. Uh, Samhain is still available. Uh, the proceeds up to the end of March are going to Rain, which is the largest anti-sexual violence network in the country. Um, similarly, Tales from the Mists, the show that I do on Fridays, which is a spooky Ravenloft show, our shirts are still available, I believe, through the 22nd. Um, and all of those shirts, the the uh, link for that is on the Miss Tales D&D Twitter. All of the proceeds for that until that limited t-shirt goes away are for rain as well um that's it that's all buy my book or don't whatever i'm not your dad goodbye <laughs> that's, that's very true that's very true uh oh, i forgot yeah do it. I, I also have a shirt out uh i thought you were gonna say oh i forgot i'm also not your dad <laughs> uh the shirt it's uh it, it's um 
it's kind of like a replica shirt of um, the Sex Pistols cover. Mm. Uh, uh, never mind uh, the Bullocks. Uh, here are the Sex Pistols, but it says, "Never mind the Bugbears. Here are the Magic Missiles." Uh, so, <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, it's yeah. awesome, and you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> My- you know what? My clerical romance is coming out real soon, so oh, don't even know. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for that, Carlos. Yeah. Uh, last, last but not least, and also not my dad. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, yo, what's good? Um, you can find me online at Instagram and Twitter at MaroodBoy. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on in my life? Uh, I'm here playing D&D for you all on Wednesdays and having a blast. If you're in Chicago, you can find out about shows that I'm in through those options that I listed. But otherwise, I'll just be over here um, trying to be a cat wrangler. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I really like, I check every week, I really like that you have like 50 Twitter followers and you have not tweeted once yet. Not, it's growing. It, the brand <laughs> is strong. I like it. <laughs> How many followers can we get Masood on Twitter without having any tweets just no tweets at all. <laughs> welcome to welcome to tweet central so uh thanks for thanks for watching everybody uh if you want to watch or listen to any of the back episodes of uh, of this show uh you can watch the vods on ms roll 20 on youtube uh, or you can check out the podcast version of jace Beller and must die wherever podcasts are obtained uh that's pretty, it's pretty much everywhere now right yeah, mm-hmm. we're yeah. all over the place. Yeah, you can, it's everywhere. Spotify, iTunes. You know what's uh, super easy? Also rating it five stars on iTunes. I just yeah. yeah. All you have to do is just twitch your little finger once. You just hover it over the thing and just So boop. simple. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So do that, please. Uh, that'll be that'll be it for us. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and see if I made a terrible lore mistake because I don't know if there are thalids in Ravnica. Maybe I meant saprolings. I don't know. Tell me. Let me know when I goof up the lore. <laughs> how, did, how did they get there? Yeah, I how did they get there? What are they doing there? So I'm going to go look that up and obsess over the tiny details for the next four hours. But thanks <laughs> thanks for coming, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time for more Jace Beller and Must Die. That's it. Wrap. Bye. Bye. Bye.